Here's the negative. So just being a renegade entrepreneur, I kind of want to pull back the curtain a little bit. You know, everyone talks about how great being an entrepreneur is and how wonderful it is, and it is. There's also some really things that really suck if you're taking off the governor on it, and I'll tell you one that that is. The Doberman Dan Show. The Doberman Dan Show. For renegade entrepreneurs. Get ready for the uncensored. Nothing held back. No BS reality of how business and life really work. Leave the sheeple to their lives of quiet desperation and get ready to experience an, an exhilarating life of, of unbridled freedom. freedom. Now prepare yourself because Doberman Dan's off the leash. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Doberman Dan Show for Renegade Entrepreneurs. Today I have uh, Renegade Entrepreneur Heather Havenwood here with me. How you doing, Heather? I'm good. Thanks, Dan. Uh, well, been looking forward to uh, to talking with you, yeah. and so uh, appreciate you being on the show. Sure. No, I'm excited to be on here. This is going to be a lot of fun. I have my dog next to me. We're good to go. Oh, how <laughs> ironic. I, I have the same thing. He's on the floor right next to me. Yeah, so is mine. We're just going to pet our dogs and <laughs> have a little interview. And hang out for a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Renegade, renegade dog. You know, it's a renegade dog right there. That's what I call her. Well, my my logo has a picture of my uh, well, a cartoon mm-hmm. of my uh, of my Doberman. So, yeah. so yeah, we got a, a dog theme going on here. We do, we do. So you've done a lot of things. Rather than me uh, do a half-assed job <laughs> of telling people who you are why why don't i just let you do that because you can do a much better job of it than me okay okay great. i don't think i'll read my bio that'd be like really weird but uh you know i honestly who i am dan like what i want people to know who i am my name is heather havenwood and i've i've been an entrepreneur for a long time i think it's who i am um now i've been around the information marketing business for since 2001, so whatever that is, right? So 11, 12, 13 years, something like that. And I got into this business on accident. It's a great fun story, but um, I'll tell you about it another time. But I've really been kind of known as the person behind the scenes. I've built other people's information marketing business. I've traveled around the country selling information marketing and real estate investing. And then in the last couple of years, I have built a, a dating online business. It's a fascinating story and how I kind of came to creating that. Um, and so what I do now is uh, I do that business. I, you know, have a dating business that helps men and women on dating. And then I also uh, coach. I do some coaching only for about 10 people though. I don't do more than that and helping them go from zero to wherever they're at and create an online business. So now correct me if I'm wrong about this, but sure. anyway, something interesting about your dating business is um, you're not, just giving dating advice to women Mm-mm. you're you you're a woman obviously <laughs> that's good that's uh, good <laughs> I, I, observation dan I, I figured that out really fast but uh so <laughs> so as a woman you're giving dating advice to guys which yeah. when i saw that i thought that was pretty unique and so how'd you come up with that or why or how did you decide to do that it's a really great story and i'll I'll kind of this i think a lot of people can relate to this um you know i was a corporate world type of thing i got laid off type of thing and then i i'll do the short story and then i of course went to uh, information marketing real estate right buying and selling and flipping houses and that's where i learned copywriting and entrepreneurial skills and and all those really great skills i use today i learned in the real estate business and then of course you know market fell <laughs> and everyone who was flipping houses and making all kinds of money at least the people my friends in my world were all of a sudden uh you know not right <laughs> so, right um yeah but i had all this skill so i took a year off dan i took a year off and i actually sat on the beach in marco island florida if you don't know where that is it literally is a two mile by four mile island uh, island and i did nothing i just kind of sat there <laughs> and I thought I have all this skill, right? And how to build businesses and online businesses and uh, internet marketing. Um, I started on my career that by that time, I'd already built a million dollar business online for another real estate investor. What do I do with this? What What's a skill that I can go out there and teach which, which wouldn't make it seem like uh, it was kind of farce? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm teaching internet marketing because I'm making millions when 
I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I hated that. So I was like, oh, I thought about, thought about. And I met a guy, and if he ever listens to this, he'd love this. I met a guy in my real estate days. uh, His name is John Alanis. And uh, we met at a real estate Ron LeGrand seminar. And we became friends. And he teaches men, uh, he teaches men about women, attracting women. And he had said, you know, he kind of mentioned you should do that. I'm like, why would I? That's crazy. Why, you know? And then it makes sense. Like, you know, right? It does. It it makes total sense. That's why I'm a girl. I'm I'm surprised nobody ever did it before. Yeah. And I teach, I was like, yeah, me teaching men how to talk to, communicate, attract. Wait a minute, that makes sense. I'm authority at that, right? A date. I've dated a lot. Um, I have girlfriends that date. I hear their horror stories. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense. It's just, it's natural for me. So I use all those skill sets, copywriting, all that current fun stuff. Um, I Actually, at one point, I teamed up with um, Digital Marketer, which is Ryan Dice and Perry Belcher, and uh, they worked with me in creating my first product. And that's when I moved here to Austin. I, I got off my butt on the pina colada. I stopped drinking pina coladas and I moved <laughs> to Austin. <laughs> and uh, I've been working at that business ever since here in beautiful Austin, Texas, which is amazing. So, yeah, it's really a fun story. Um, but I find it fascinating how people respond to it, right? So I get some people who go, wow, that's really cool. You know, especially entrepreneurs. Oh, my God, I love that. And uh, then... You know, I am single, so sometimes I've gone on dates, and I usually don't tell people what I do for at least three or four dates, especially if they're not in this business. And then uh, I got one recently where I finally kind of told them what I did, uh-huh. and then the date, like, ended. <laughs> like, ended abruptly? Kind of yeah, like, uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I was like, I'm not judging you. Like, don't worry, I'm not going to put this in one of my books. <laughs> but here I am talking about it on a podcast, so. Anyway, uh, I find it all fascinating. You know, it's really about, you know, I did a lot of copy. You do copywriting, obviously. And it's copywriting. You know, attraction to anything, sales to anything, persuasion to anything. You know, Robert Greene, The Laws of Power, and his book's Mastery. All that's dating. All that's salesmanship. All of that's the same thing. So it's almost like I'm teaching copywriting skills to men in the area of, dating and attraction and that doesn't have to be if they're single it could be re-engaging that that love with their wife of 10 20 years doesn't have to be the new girl you know what i mean that's right i make perfect sense it's the same strategies tactics conversations principles of the art of power uh the laws of power um seduction all those things i read that's what i read to do my writing so it's kind of the same thing well, it's just, it's, well, well, before I say the next thing I'm going to say, I'm going to preface th- things. I, I, I made the decision this year. Last year, I think, probably because of some complaints I, I, had, got, I, I had gotten, mm-hmm. I, I'd put the governor on Do- Doberman Dan. Like, remember, when you used to rent a U-Haul truck, they they, they have a, a governor, what they call the, a governor on there. So, mm-hmm. you I mean, you can push the, the pedal to the floor and it won't go any faster than 55. Right. And I'm, I'm sure their insurance company makes them do that. And so, last year, I felt like I had the governor on mm. and, you know, it was really politically correct. And this year, I just decided... The hell with that! I'm taking the governor off. So good. I, I'm I'm saying that to 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 preface what I'm about to say. But um, oh, go for it. I love that. <laughs> Did we just start what? it for you? Like, fuck <laughs> it. say something like that for no, you to make it. <laughs> just no, now <laughs> now that I, you know, no, a lot of people are gonna say, "Oh my god, I can't believe you said something so sexist." Well, whatever. The the, oh. the, gov- the governor's off. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna be not politically correct and sexist. But anyway, when you told me you were in the dating niche and, you know, we met for the first time, um, you know, I, I just found it very interesting that a woman, uh, a, 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 re- a woman who's really hot, you're really hot. I'm sure, you know, you know that. And a lot of people told you that. I'm I just blushing, thought, but I love it. Keep going. But I, mean, I thought I'm that's ingenious that a hot woman is teaching guys, about dating because like they can 
they can be they can be comfortable around you because you're their coach. They aren't in a relationship with you. And so they can ask you stuff, you know, that they they would be scared to death to ask some hot woman that they met that they're trying to date. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I just got about four emails today uh, from, you know, and I, I, I talk to these guys like they're, they're my friends. And I tell them like, look, guys, I really want to help you. I, I mean, I had an email just the other day. I really want to help you. I really want to I want you to have the best life you can be with the woman you want. And I had um, a few guys actually email me today, two of them, which specifically said, you know, thank you for all your emails. You've helped me find the woman I'm with. And I just think she's amazing and beautiful and sexy. And you've helped me become the sexy stud that I knew I was. Like, that's emails I get. Wow. Right? I mean, really, that's that's awesome. And, you know, I, of course, I also get the other ones, right? I mean, I will be honest, right? I get the ones like, hey, my number is like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, delete, right? But um, I get those. I could definitely get those. And, you know, I love those guys too, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it's part of the territory, you know what I mean? But it's a lot of fun to I, – I, I did an email the other day, and um, I got a great response from it, but it's true. You know, I said to these guys, look, guys, some women in life, most women in life can say they have a great guy in their life. I have tens and thousands. You know, I have mm-hmm. tens and thousands of great guys in my life that I get to talk to every day, and they listen to me. Like that <laughs> – who needs to date when you have that, right? Heck, yeah. That's way better than dating. <laughs> But what was here's what here's the negative. So just being a renegade entrepreneur, I kind of want to pull back the curtain a little bit. You know, everyone talks about how great being an entrepreneur is and how wonderful it is, and it is. There's also some really things that really suck if you're taking off the governor on it. And I'll tell you one that that is. I have a book out called Sexy Boss. You're welcome to find it on iTunes, on Audible, and Amazon. But one, and it's about female entrepreneurship. So that book is really geared towards empowering women to own their life and go after what they want, like I did. It's really my story. Now, the other day, last week. I went on iTunes, which I never really go on iTunes. I go, I use Amazon a lot, um, and I went on there. And this is the negative. This is, and you've experienced this, Dan. This is the negative. I get on there, and I only have one review on iTunes. Like I said, all my promotion stuff is really through Amazon, and all my reviews are there. And uh, it's this person. It's a female name. She's totally slamming me. And on this review, only one review, and I get a slam. Right, that sucks. I know. I want to delete it. You can't, right? So, and it, here's what she said. You're welcome to go look at it up. You're welcome to go see it. She basically says, "Hey, I got this book. It looked really good." And then I googled her, Heather Havenwood. You can Google me. And oh my God, she teaches men about women. What a horrible person. She's so, she's this horrible. She shouldn't be doing that. That's nasty. I have no respect for her. She goes on, right? And I'm like, wow. You know, it really upset me. Like, it really did. That's the negative of being out there. But at the same time, then I get emails, two or three today, about how they're thanking me for what I do, you know? And I think that's part of being a renegade and taking the governor off, is you're going to get that massive uh, dichotomy, the other sides of the fences. And and as a female, I did kind of bring a tear, you know? I didn't really like that. I can't delete it up there on iTunes forever, you know, but that's part of getting out there. Yeah. You know, that was the problem I had. Of course, when I first started this, this Doberman Dan thing, um, you know, Doberman Dan is a persona. He's the, he's the best, he's the best part of Dan Gallopu and all the parts about Dan Gallopu that suck. Uh, Doberman Dan never mentions, you know, it's, it's basically, it's like, I'm just putting my best foot forward, but right. being the ex cop, you know, a, a lot of stuff, uh, was verbalized that if I wanted to verbalize it differently, I mean, I'm perfectly, I'm a copywriter. I'm perfectly capable of, of saying, um, I believe that to correct your problem, the the most important thing you should do is uh, set aside a certain period of time every day and take action uh, starting with this step. But, but Doberman Dan doesn't have time for that. Doberman Dan says stuff like, 
look, you know what you need to do. Just get get your lazy ass off the couch and do something. Right. And so, and so, you know, I would get complaints uh, about that. I, I even had some people unsubscribe to my newsletter. One dude good. said, my wife found, although the information was very good, my wife found Doberman Dan quite offensive. So can I, he, he bought all the back issues too. Can I return these? I'm like, yeah. I, and, you know, of course I let him return them. And then I said, go to hell, you big pussy. No, no, I was, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, my customer service people dealt with it and they were very nice to him. But, um, uh, yeah, whenever, whenever, you take a stand for something or do well, you do anything, mm-hmm. you know, you, uh, you're going to have pe- people that love you and people that hate you. You know, um, I know what one of my friends does who publishes Kindle eBooks. Well, plus another thing, you know, what's possible with that woman who posted the bad review. It's possible. She didn't actually even really read the book. No. No, and- she never read the book. Because if you read the book, she would understand. That's my story about how I create a business from nothing, from zero, with no credit, with no help. You know, seriously, from zero, and how they, how any person can too. My uh, my friend says it, that like, all oh, that's the really time. Great. <laughs> Amazon will let they don't they don't they'll let anybody post a review. So these idiots who don't even read the book. And it's quite obvious by the review that they haven't read the book, um, you know, post a bad review. What my friend does is uh, the people he knows who have bought the book and are happy with the book, you know, most most of those people are quiet about it. So he emails them and says, hey, this guy post a bad review about my book. Um, he didn't even read the book. Would you mind? going here and posting a review a good review for me so we can you know move his review down and it it works for him right yeah i mean i have uh six books on on amazon right now and um it's a lot i mean i love amazon i love kindle i think it's a huge amazing opportunity and that's one thing that as a renegade entrepreneur and just in business itself i think it, every single month you know the world opens up to being an entrepreneur more and more. But the part that holds people back is what we just talked about, you know, being fearful of what people are going to say. And it's not always the, the stranger, whoever the stranger is that sent to that review. It's like the people around you, you know, parents, significant yes. others, wives, husbands, sisters, you know, whatever, right? It's those people that were scared of their... Um, their review more than we are scared of some stranger. All the know? people who you would expect the opposite from, mm-hmm. you would expect to support you, oftentimes are your biggest critics. I'll tell you a story. And, the, and, I, and I'll tell you a story because I want, I only tell it one other time because um, I think it's important. So when I first moved to Florida back in 2002, three. And I started working for a large seminar company. I was working for the company, but I was still a freelancer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the first uh-huh. time I was, quote unquote, a freelancer. I know what that was. It was a 1099. I don't know what that was. It was the first time they kind of pushed me out into, you're now a freelancer. I'm like, what's that? You know? So um, I learned what that was. And I could also do other things on the side. So they encouraged you to do real estate investing and flipping. And so I started doing that because that's what they encouraged you to do. And I called my mom. And um, mom's no longer with us. She just passed away six months ago. But in I'm 2001, sorry. it's okay. But in 2001, you know, my mom calls and on the phone with her and, and I tell her, she's like, what are you doing in Florida? And I'm like, well, mom, I'm, I'm doing this and that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm becoming an entrepreneur. Now you would think you know, it's your mom, right? She's going to like, that's awesome. Go get him, honey. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want her to say, right? Right. She freaked out. What are you thinking? You know, ah, she's like totally flipping out. And what you need to know is um, my dad, and they, they were divorced. Um, uh, my dad is an entrepreneur. And he's been an entrepreneur forever, as long as I know. And so I kind of got that from him. I got that blood from him, I would call it. 
I got mm-hmm. that piece of me and him. So my mom sees me, you know, sees my dad and me and does the like freak out. Okay. And I start to laugh and uh, I get off the phone. And then about, I don't know, a few days later, I get a call from my uncle. Now, what you need to know is this is my dad's uncle, not even my mom's uncle, my dad's brother. Sorry, my dad's brother, so my uncle, who I never talked to. You know, one of those like people in your family, you're just like, why are you calling someone dead? What's going on? <laughs> and like, why are you calling me? And they, he calls me. He's my uncle. And he's being really like stern. He's like, Heather. And I'm like 24. So what you need to know is I'm single. I'm by myself and I'm 24 years old in Florida. I just moved there from Texas and I lived there for like three months. Okay. Just you can get the world of, I'm completely on my own. I have no backup plan. Right. And he says, Heather, your mother's called me and <laughs> she's concerned that you're becoming an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I go, yeah, well, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. And he's like, well, look, I know your father did it and I know he's successful at it. However, not everyone can be an entrepreneur. And I just don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, look, well, thank you, uncle, who I never talked to. Thank you for the conversation, I think. Uh, but, you know, I'm doing this. And he's like, well, I just don't think it's a very good idea. I'm like, wow. okay. And I'll never forget that because there was definitely a moment of, wow, I'm like excited about this venture and excited about this journey. And you would really want the people in your life to be supportive of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? Right. To this day. Now, what's really funny is, like I said, my mom just passed away almost about six or seven months ago now, 2013. And like to the day of her death, I don't think she, I like didn't tell her what I did <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> she would just sometimes ask me what I did. And then I would say, just stuff. You know? <laughs> I just stuff. do stuff. You know what I mean? I just. By the would way, she have Would yeah. she have been happier if you if if you had told her? Well, I gave up the entrepreneurship thing and 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 moved out to Vegas and have become yeah. a hooker. Are you yeah. Are you happy now? It'd be like consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think she'd probably rather than gotten married and you know married a doctor or something. So which is not a bad idea, but sure. Um, just not in my calling, I guess you would say. I mean, I still could marry a doctor, but it just, yeah, I think that's what she wanted for me. And it was like the last few months she was alive, I did show that I had this book on Amazon. She didn't even know. She's like, you what? You got a book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, all that entrepreneur stuff. But it's, it's, it's not because I was trying to keep it hidden from her. Um... I think as an entrepreneur, sometimes you just start to be careful on what you say to who you say it to. Right. Be careful on what you create with who. And that's why we all are in masterminds. That's why we all travel to certain conferences because we want to continue to keep surrounding ourselves with other people like us, that think like us, that we can talk to, that can are going through the same tr- struggles. That's why we listen to podcasts like this, because we want to feel like we're not alone. That's right. Yeah. It's, yeah, this is a lonely gig. Well, and definitely being an internet marketer uh, is a lonely gig. You can't go down to, you know, uh, the local bar and have a drink with somebody and talk business. Um, and, 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 and the, you know, you got to develop thick skin. You, like you said, you're going to get criticism from your own family. You're going to get criticism from strangers and people mm. posting, you know, uh, stuff about you up on the internet. I guess that, that just goes with the territory. Um, and, and, and actually if you aren't pissing people off and you're just, it, you know, middle of the road, you know, Marvin milk toast that, that also holds you back too. you know, you, you just can't please everybody. Uh, being, uh, um, the word is escaping me. Uh, uh, wh- wh- Ordinary where, being where you like, like Howard Stern, where he's, mm. you know, he's, uh, polarizing. That's the word I'm looking for. You know, 
there's people who, who love him and there are people who absolutely despise him. Ironically, they listen to him. They listen to him. Yeah, that uh, that's the funny thing. Ironically, the thing is they they listen to him too, the people who hate him. Right. I and, told, yeah, uh, I think it was Rush Limbaugh. I heard those stats too. Same thing. They love him or they hate him and then the ones that hate him are the ones that listen to him and buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I find it fascinating. Yeah, I agree. And I think that even that iTunes review that I saw, I think it was out there a long time ago, um, that I saw last week, it was in a weird way, in a weird way, like in a movie, I kind of had a a smirk, you know, Mm -hmm. like a little smile, like, wow, I kind of, I pissed someone off. That's that's kind (laughs) of cool. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, wow, that's interesting. You know, and, and that's, uh, for me, what I'm doing is in my business right now is allowing myself to be able to have and come out with both of my roles, you know, publicly. And that's been mm-hmm. something, you know, I've talked to you about, and I talked to my mastermind about is coming out with that role of, yes, I had this business that I'm proud of that I've created from literally nothing with just a skill set of copywriting and marketing and skills, right, to uh, want to go out there and contribute to the world and talk about entrepreneurship and yes the same it's the same person and I don't feel like I have to create this totally different private facade around it you know exactly Uh, and that's scary you know it's totally totally scary for me to do that but that's that's what being an entrepreneur that's what renegade entrepreneurship is all about but something you taught me in in your mastermind and also on your newsletters is about that being ordinary Mm-hmm. I think that, I don't remember which specific newsletter, but you talked about that, about if you're not pissing someone off or if you're not upsetting somebody or if you're not shaking the tree a little bit, then what are you doing? You're not marketing. You're not selling. You're not driving traffic to you if you're not upsetting somebody. Yep. That, that's what I found. I, I Now, the, the Doberman Dan doesn't give a shit about anything. He'll, he'll, he's... He he's said and written some some just outright uh, <laughs> not politically correct stuff, um, and it's uh, it's stuff that me personally like I, I would never say you know, and um, and it's kind of nice to have this 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 dual personality, but mm-hmm. um, you know it is it is a part of me. I was you know an inner city cop for twelve years, so. You, you you develop a vocabulary to be able to function in that environment. Mm-hmm. And you have to. There's a you have to survive in that environment. There's a certain way to survive. I dated a cop. I dated a cop, and I saw the dichotomy in him. I saw that. I saw who he was when he was in the uniform, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him at home, and I'm like, whoa! And it was a complete opposite. And you could see the internal battle within him. You know, I could see it. And it, it was kind of the end of our relationship, but I definitely saw the inside and outside of the force and how much you have to be a totally different person when you put that uniform on. Yeah. It's like, it is, it was like playing a role and, Mm. um, you know, so everybody who reads my, my, especially, uh, my, my paid newsletter, everybody who reads my Doberman Dan stuff you know, thinks, you know, I'm six foot four and I'm a badass and I don't take any shit from anybody. But actually, the, tr- <laughs> the truth You are, is, Dan. Come on. You are. Well, when I have to be, but um, I'm also a musician, so I've got that sensitive side. And um, I watched this documentary of Joan Rivers. Now, uh, I mean, you want to talk about somebody who her public persona is, I mean, she's not afraid to say anything or she's not afraid of, of offending anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I watched this documentary on her and she made, she made a joke about deaf people and some guy in the front row was offended. And so he's, I, I don't, you wouldn't call it heckling, but he's, he started, you know, shouting stuff at her, like my son's deaf. And that's not funny to make, uh, you know, fun of deaf people, and she she gave him the business like you wouldn't believe, and she said, "Oh, just shut up." She <laughs> goes, "Listen, this is comedy." She says, "You know, 
I, I agree. It is not funny, and I'm sorry that your son was born deaf, but listen, this is comedy, and this is what we do, and this is why we make fun of this stuff, because if we didn't, this world is a really sad place, and there's a lot of sad things, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, to keep ourselves sane, we, we do have to make ourselves laugh at it, and you know, and then they showed her after the show, she was really affected by that. That really bothered her. And the, the whole documentary actually showed mm. what a sensitive person she was. And I actually felt a lot better then because I thought, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> I'm not the mm-hmm. only yeah. person who gets upset when people criticize me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. In fact, uh, you know, I actually sent an email. I sent an email to my list. Uh, you know, in the so we need to know in the dating business, you have certain products and services that you send out, and one of the the things that sells really well in that space is teaching men how to be better lovers, to put it bluntly, or how to have sex better, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of products out there that I affiliate market to, and I send out one that it's it's like the headlines, like I said this one thing, and she wanted to fuck me. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty blatant, right? Like, that's the headline. <laughs> you know, so people go on the page and like, that's the headline and then it basically starts in, hey, you want to get fucked tonight? You know, it's like pretty blatant. <clears throat> and I say that, like, I usually, um, I'll predecess it by saying, you know, it's a late, I call it the late night lust and I'll say, you know, this is where the the uh, the kids go to bed and the adults get to play. So I predecess <laughs> it that anything I say in this email is pretty much going to be sexual and it's it, we're adults here, right? So, um, and so I sent this email and I sent it out on like a Saturday night, you know? So it's kind of a fun time. And I got this really nasty email back. I mean, like just this guy cussing at me and you wow. suck. And yeah, it went on and on and on. And my, I responded like, well, if you don't like it, I apologize. Please unsubscribe. I'm sorry you don't like it. And he sent another one back. You're just cussing at me and just really pissed. And, uh, I was kind of upset about it for about five minutes, I think. And then I sent an email to my entire list and I apologized publicly. I apologized that someone got offended, kind of like John Rivers did. Like, I apologized that if it offended him. However, I'm, it's out of contribution. Like, mm-hmm. this is a product I actually believe in, no matter what the headline is. It actually does teach a man how to be, you know, give women raw screen orgasms in bed. It does. And I feel that. That's what men need to know. So it's totally out of contribution. And, you know, I want you guys to have a great life. And if you don't don't like it, then just unsubscribe. And that's when I got all these emails like, screw that guy. It's okay. You want to know, you know. <laughs> I got all these other emails like, it's okay. Tell that guy to just go jack off. So it 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 it's part of that dichotomy. But just like Joan Rivers, you you can't let one heckler get you upset. You just can't do it. Uh, it just, I mean... My business is pretty small compared to Joan Rivers, right? It's not public like that. But, it, you know, it's on its way. You never know. I think that's yep. just part of business and part of life. It is, it's just part of the deal. And and you know what? If For anybody listening to this, if you're, if, if, if you're dealing with this and that kind of stuff is upsetting you, um, you know what? Just look at your... Your 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 bank balance or yeah and you know, that that guy ain't paying your bills is he he's not is, no it, and he didn't buy product and so unsubscribe <laughs> yeah, you know unsubscribe him and be on with it there's there's people who 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 love you and you very rarely hear from them actually and there's you know a small group that hate you and those seems to be the one you hear from yeah you let's talk about some. I want to talk about something else here because you're the typical renegade entrepreneur. You're never satisfied. You're always moving. You just recently put on event, put on an event with one of the biggest big shots in direct marketing. So tell with, tell with everybody you. how that came. Is that about. you, right? I put it on with you. <laughs> sure, I'll take the credit for it if you want, even though I didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, well, you were very supportive, very supportive. Um, yeah, so I did a success magnet seminar. You go to success magnet seminar, magnetseminar.com, SMS. And uh, it was an event in Vegas in October with uh, me and Joe Sugarman were headlining, if you would call it that. I put on the event uh, with him. 
to the palms. And who was our who's our guest speakers? Let's say you know some small guys like uh, Joe Polish, <laughs> mm-hmm. John Benson, John Carlton. They're just and they're amazing. Um, I never heard of those guys. Yeah, I've never Let's, heard of those guys. I don't know who no they are. Names, yeah. They're absolutely incredible. Uh, there was also the people in the room were amazing. We had some incredible copywriters. Neville was there. If you know Neville from AppSumo, mm-hmm. um, Harlan, he was there. Um, some other just incredible copywriters. Let's see who else. So John Carlton, Joe Polish, uh, Joe Sugarman, Chris Giro. I can't wait. Forgot him. Chris Giro. He is an incredible multi uh, six figure business owner and developer. He's kind of guy behind the scenes. Uh, a little bit. He has multiple businesses in the East and Upper East Side in, um, in New York. Amazing guy. Just an amazing copywriter, salesman, but brilliant strategist. Brilliant. Behind a lot of different brands. Um, and then myself and then Kimberly Seltzer. And Kimberly does image consulting for actors and actresses and some really high-end people in, um, in LA. So that was a lot of fun. I had a great time. The DVDs are actually still available for people to purchase the online videos. The best part, I wish you were there, Dan. I knew it was last minute, but um, the best part of it all, there's a few things that happened at the event that were unexpected. And we first found out about it. We thought, oh my God, this is, this is not good. We really didn't know what to do. I think I told you about it at the mastermind because I was at your mastermind the week before. Mm-hmm. And that was... Um, would a deaf person come? I told you about this, right? Yes. So it turned out awesome, but you got to know, we, we didn't know what, we thought it was a joke. We thought, we didn't know what to think. We, we didn't know what to do. No, because we called people, we called Dan Kennedy's office. We called John Carlton. <laughs> we were like, have y'all ever experienced this? No one, <laughs> no one. And in the, the 12 years of business and the seminar business, I hadn't experienced. So, I mean, we were like, we don't know what to do. No one, Joe Polish, who does events all the time, he's like, I don't know. I don't, we've never come up against that. No one knew what to do. So what happened was we had a person reach out to us on behalf of someone else. Okay. So it was like a third party say, I'm friends with this person, MJ Williams, and she's coming to the event and she's deaf and you need to get a, uh, I'm saying it wrong, translator, um, interpreter. Uh- Right, uh, 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 sign, sign language interpreter. Right? Yeah, sign language mm-hmm. interpreter. Now we didn't. Be- we're like, well, let me t- let's talk to her. Well, she's deaf. <laughs> so then, <laughs> you know, right? And so we're like, well, then you must be not real. And we went back and forth on this for a while. We we kind of like look. We you know we we didn't know what to do. So we found out we got we to get an interpreter is expensive. I mean, this is expensive to have an all day interpreter. So. We and it's no, it's and once we put the money down, right? And then this person doesn't show up, we still have to pay. Yeah, right. And we didn't even know this person was real. We didn't even know. We didn't talk to them. We hadn't nothing. We're getting this third party. So we hire the interpreter, and we just like pray. We literally were just praying that this person who says they're going to show up shows up. We don't even know if we completely. We don't know. We didn't know. And about, and she showed up late. Um, so we were even really praying. And this <laughs> event started, and she shows up, and she was amazing. Her name is MJ Williams. Found out she has, she's like extremely well known in the deaf community. She's an entrepreneur. She's a few sites online. She's a brilliant SEO person online. She teaches deaf people how to be entrepreneurs. She's, she's amazing. Wow. <clears throat> and she's out in the front row. And she had full-time interpreters the whole time. And it was really fascinating. And then that was, I would say, pretty pretty fascinating to, to see that. But what was really cool is we had two hot seats, and that was awesome. Hot seats were, I got on stage, but Joe Sugarman was on stage. Joe Polish was on stage. Uh, no, Joe, Joe wasn't there. He was gone. John Carlton was on stage. Harlan got on stage. Chris got on stage, and John Benson got on stage. And we had someone in the hot seat, and we put MJ on the hot seat. And you had all these guys, you know, Joe and John and Harlan and, and John Carlton, completely just totally supporting her and giving her all these brilliant ideas on how to just 
make massively a lot more money on her online business and how she can support more people who are in the deaf community and how they can make money online just to that one person and found out at one point, you know, John Benson asked her, so how many people do you have on your list that are deaf? Like she has like a deaf list, right? Specifically. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, not that many. And because everything's through sign language. And John goes, okay, that's fine. Well, how many? She's like, only 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> only 10,000. <laughs> and like the room, the whole seminar room was like, what? You, know, you yeah. hear a pin drop. Like she had no idea how massive that was. And, and what a massive amount of contribution and just a brilliant, brilliant that is. I mean, it's just brilliant of the amount of people that are listening to her. That's you know? amazing. It was amazing. And John just goes, okay, okay, look, <laughs> like, you got to get, you got a gold mine on your hands. But more importantly, you can really help so many people, you know, build freedom for themselves in what community? We just had and no idea. Talk about, I mean, I mean, you want to talk about connection. If I had yeah, 10,000 people on my list, uh, they are just not going to be as connected with me right. as her 10,000 people because of, of, their, of their mutual disability. I mean, it's like there's a, a million guys like me teaching marketing. How right. many women are teaching how to start an right. online deaf, business to right. deaf people, you know? They're not. It, it was. It actually changed how I do business. So all the DVDs and everything and all the videos that are on my YouTube channel now have uh, transcription on them. Oh, sweet. Because that was one of the things she said. She's like, a lot of people don't put transcription, CC, on their videos. And uh, because deaf people don't have a lot of opportunity in business necessarily – the internet's opened that door, but the problem is a lot of like VSLs or video sales letters, some have the wording, some don't. Yeah. So I've made all mine because of that now have CC on them. Oh, that's because, cool. Yeah, because of that. Like, why would I not have that on there? You know what I mean? And, so and now you can do a JV tour list. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. She's brilliant. And on top of that, just to kind of give you an idea, um, found out she's this like center of influence. She's like the Oprah of that community is kind of what I learned. Um, she not only is deaf, she also has a, like a walking disability. She was on a cane. Um, I'm not sure what that was, but she, she had a disability. And then um, she was also a woman. And then she was also a black woman. <laughs> So I was like, you know, in the world of minorities, right? It's like, wow, how do you, how do you get that? It's going you know? to be hard to top that one. Hard to top that. Yeah. And it was brilliant that, and she came alone. You know, she came to the event by herself. So think about what you, what she had to do to get there, you know, get on a plane, all these things. And then, um, you know, and then luckily we got the interpreter. You know, that was a big deal. And I had to go through, I, I learned what that was. <laughs> I learned that process and that, that was pretty, pretty interesting. Um, wow. So, but that's, that's, that's what you can do as an entrepreneur. I think that's why I love it is that I can make a difference for people. You make a difference every single, every single time you put out a newsletter, you make a difference, good or bad or great or different. You make a wave in the world through that newsletter. I mean, I'm looking at your newsletters right now. They're literally next to me because they create, when I pick them up and listen to them or read them, I listen to it in my head, read them, is that they make a difference for me in that moment. Even though you're not sitting next to me, I can pick one up and go, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and you make a wave in the world. And that, that's what entrepreneurship is really all about. 100%. Uh, that's, so, that is absolutely true. That's why um, we did the event. You know, you were asking about the event, Success Magnet Seminar. It Really, that's why we did the event. People asked. And, and what was really fascinating about that event, I want to add one more thing, is uh, we only had about 100 people show up. Not that many for such big names. And what I learned later is that people didn't believe it. Oh, really? Cause, yeah. Why? Because it was Joe Sugarman? Because he's kind of like a recluse? Yeah, well... It was because all that there were so many big names. 
<laughs> it must. That's it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, this bullshit. Why would so? Uh, so well, that that leads to a question that I'm dying to ask. I'm sure everybody else wants to know <laughs> how how in the world did you get Joe Sugarman interested? How did you get all these big names? together for this event uh, especially sugarman because he is known or at least for the past 15 maybe 20 years he is known for being a recluse he he was given seminars back in the 80s and stuff but then he just you know i guess decided to take it easy and and he's he's he hasn't given a seminar in decades so how'd you put that all together um you know he's a dear friend of mine i've known him for many years through through uh seminars i met him many many years ago and and um he lives between maui and vegas so we did the event in vegas because he's in vegas right so he he just had to drive what was it 10 minutes from his house you know um and it was him and i actually who thought created the event he actually created the name that's his name success magnet seminar i'm gonna give him credit for that mm-hmm. so i told him i go let's do this event i want to do this event and he was like i don't want to do an event i was like let's do this event <laughs> i kind of talked him into it and rolled him in that that it would be a good idea for his last event and he created the name and then um from there um you know john carlton came out because it's joe joe polish mm-hmm. came out because it's joe um a lot of people came out because because of joe joe's made a huge impact on the world and uh, continues to do so. And I just hope one day people, someone says that about me. Will you say that about me? (laughs) Um, I hope that someday someone says that about me. And uh, I just found that it was time for him to, to do it once again. And he spoke a lot. He spoke a lot on not only his past successes, but his current successes and they were timeless. They were timeless, timeless, timeless strategies and principles. He's coming out with his book again. He's redoing his book, Seven Success Forces, right now. He should be coming out in the next year. He's 76, 77, and he's just not going to stop. And he's just that kind of guy. And he's wow. a dear friend of mine. And I just, I just love him dearly. I owe a lot to him. And um, yeah, so he was my partner in that, in that venture. We were partners in that. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, You know, you you can certainly get a lot of mileage out of saying that, you know, you were a co-host in an event with Joe Sugarman. I think I'd be, you know, like, I think every time I went to the grocery store, I'd stop everybody I ran into. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I know you don't know me. My name's Dan. I just did an event with Joe Sugarman. And, you know. <laughs> he's precious. He's a great guy. He, you know, people who people who may not know him on this on this podcast, you can go to you know go to aboutme.com forward slash Joe Sugarman, I think. But he he's known for building blue blocker sunglasses, which I have many many of. I love blue blocker sunglasses uh, and many other companies. Um, but more importantly, he's he was an innovator. I would think one of the first huge direct response marketers and the you know magazine that world back in the 70s and 80s with technology i think he was the first one to start i think the a 1-800 number you can call mm-hmm. in give us your credit card over the phone that was that was his idea he started that <clears throat> um he's a true entrepreneur and i've learned a lot of lessons from him timeless lessons from him and one of the things he says to me that i, I say to myself all the time is um everything happens for the best that's what you'd say to me. Everything happens for the best, Heather. You know, even when we're in the middle of this whole thing with MJ and the deaf, we're not sure what's going on. We're not sure if someone's kind of trying to scam us because it sounded like a scam. <laughs> we just like, why? You know, it sounds like a scam. Uh, we're going through this back and forth. We're calling attorneys. We're calling Dan Kennedy's office. We're 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 trying everything. Going, what is this? And everyone's like, it sounds like a scam. He's like, everything happens for the best, Heather. Everything happens for the best, and it did. It came out. Huge. It came out huge because now our entire uh, DVDs, you have someone interpreting <laughs> them and they're all transcribed and they all that information can be relayed to the deaf community, another community that we didn't have access to. And MJ is a huge supporter of Joe and the event. And that's huge. That's a big win. So everything happens for the best. 
Yeah, the, that is absolutely huge. And you were talking about if people don't know who Joe Sugarman is. I, if, if I have one complaint uh, about most online marketers is that they're not, many are not true students right. of our business. It's they're like, not. You know, it's like you starting it. You decide to start a car company, and you have no idea who Henry Ford was. <laughs> you know, if if you yeah. don't if you don't know who Joe Sugarman is, you better find out who he is pretty damn fast and start studying the man. He's got books out, and uh, and you and you you better find out about him because right. um. You know, in the history of our business, our business is direct response. Yes, I realize that we use the internet as as it's a direct as, response. A, as a media, right? You know what we're doing is direct response, and Joe has got to be one of the top, you know, ten at least or top five innovators of our business. So if, yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about, you better find out who he is really, really And I fast. think that's why the attendance was so low because the people that were there, they were students of this business. I mean, the people that were in the room were incredible because they were student. They knew who Joe Sugarman was. They knew who Joe Polish was. They know John Carlton, right? They're students of all of them. They're students of Gary Halbert, even though Gary's mm-hmm. not with the Joe brought Joe Polish talked about Gary Halbert a lot. He actually sold one of his products. So um, th- these are people that were students. So they were loving the event. You know, John Benson's a student of Joe Sugarman. John Benson's a student of John Carlton. And then people were a student of John Benson's. You know, it's kind of fun to see that. But what was what I was hearing online or from the list and, you know, the list, the email list, what I'm saying, is that, yeah, that was the big question. Like, Who's Joe Sugarman? Who's John Carlton? And I just was like, how do you answer that? You know, you're like. Like, I don't know. Uh, it, Who's George Bush? I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe this. Yeah, I just, you're not for me. <laughs> you're not for the event. I don't know what to say. It's just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, that's, that. those were the questions I was getting. Like, who's Joe Sugarman? Or, you know, I think I've heard of that John Carlton guy. I mean, what does he do? Um, yeah, I've heard <laughs> of John. You know, Joe Polish is out there a lot in the, more in the media. So, I've heard of Joe Polish. I, oh, I've definitely heard of John Benson. You know, John Benson does a lot of internet marketing video sales letters. Uh, he's brilliant at it. And so he's a lot more in the uh, media. Yeah. So people heard of him, you know, and then, but they're like, well, who's this Joe, Joe Sugarman guy? I never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> who's John uh, Carlton? Amazing. You're I, like, I, oh, I, don't, I, find I don't know it... what to say. You can go to this, their blogs. <laughs> you know, who's Dan Kennedy? Like, oh, really? Uh, you know, but it's still like that to this day. And, um, But what I find fascinating, people ask me how I got in this business. You know, I got in this business back in 2001, and one of the first people that taught me what business I was in, by the way, he taught me I was in direct response business. I didn't know I was in the direct response business. He's like, you're in the direct response business. I'm like, I am? I thought I was in the seminar business. He's like, no, you're in the direct response business. (laughs) I was like, well, what's that? He goes, well, read this. He gave me a book um, by Dan Kennedy. I'm like, who's Dan Kennedy? You know what? Here you go. You know, this that was my entry. And that guy was Ted Thomas. Do you know Ted Thomas? Oh, I know Ted Thomas. Ted Thomas is, <laughs> he is one of the most amazing uh, stage presenter salesmen from the stage that I've ever seen. He's amazing. He's he great. subscribes. He's, he subscribes to my newsletter. Too, he does. Too. I'm yeah. not surprised. He's amazing. He's there in Florida with you. But he was my first, um, I was a true mentor in the direct response world. And uh, I'll never forget this. I'm sure he doesn't live there now, but he lived in uh, Melbourne area. Um, and I go into his house and he, he uh, and for someone who taught real estate, he just had like a small house, you know, just him, right? So he's a small little house, cute house, real, real nice. And uh, just, this is a perfect direct response house, direct response copywriter house. Okay. So you have the kitchen, it's all clean. You know, the bedroom, whatever, it's all, all good. The rest of the house, all of their bedrooms and the entire living room and even like the TV area is all tables and books. 
and paper <laughs> everywhere. Every bedroom I went into was just massive amounts of books, bookshelves, bookshelves, <laughs> bookshelves, bookshelves, and more books and more books and and then tables of projects and books and more books. And I was like, he didn't even have a place to eat, you know? And, <laughs> and he goes, this is, this is what I do. This is direct response business. I'm a copywriter. You're in the direct response business. I'm in the direct response business. And I was like, what is all this? He's like, this is what it looks like to be a copywriter. This is what it looks like to be a direct response. You learn. You have to learn this business. What a great guy to learn from, though. He's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because he's another one of the, um, I mean, he's, he's, he's another guy that anybody in this business needs to study. He's, oh, he's, he's been doing this a long time. Long, long. In the 70s, since Joe. 70. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people in the industry, and I'm very blessed to come across them on, uh, on, cross my path and um i guess i would say i'm i'm a renegade myself <laughs> oh yeah you're you're, you're definitely a renegade that's why i was i've been looking forward to this interview and Thanks. i have uh i really appreciate it heather sure. i kept you longer than i said i would but oh. uh but i was having forever. such a good time yeah i'm gonna go forever i mean you know the one thing i would say to anyone listening who's either in the direct response business or wants to get into it or is in it it is something that it never ends. It's like it never, the learning never ends because you're, you're learning about humanistic psychology and human beings. Mm-hmm. And that study never ends, honestly. If people want to find out more about you or you've, you've got a book available, tell everybody how they can do both of those things find out more Um, about you or get your book my main site is heatherhavenwood.com second sounds heatherhavenwood.com you can go to amazon my book sexy boss is on audible as well as amazon as well as itunes as as i've been talking about (laughs) feel free to leave a better review um, (laughs) itunes that would be fabulous i will give you something i'll find out a way to compensate you for that just fun free ebook or something um and then you know yeah that'd be great and then the things i contribute to the world uh, in this space is i i do do one-on-one coaching for certain amount of entrepreneurs so many so that's all that's me that's who i am and uh by the by the time you listen to this podcast, I hopefully will have my own podcast up. I'm actually right now in the process of working with my graphic designer to to create that. Oh, good for you. You yeah. that's that's great. You love to have you on, which I will. I'm gonna have you on as one of my guests. Oh, I'd have a blast. You you yes. definitely need a podcast. You and you're gonna have a lot of fun with it after it's yeah. good you're having somebody handle the technical details because that part sucks. But the rest of it is fun. Yeah, it is fun. I just don't know the. I don't can't figure out my tagline yet. I'm. St- I'm. Maybe you'll come up with it for me. But that's been my big like. What is my tagline? It'll kettle. It's what it when it's gonna come to you is, uh, when you're not thinking about it. That's right. It's gonna come to you. Uh, yeah, probably when I'm riding my bike in Austin, Texas, or something. Yeah, it's 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 been bothering me for like the last three days. And my graphic person's like, "So, what's the tagline?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah, you need to. <laughs> The only way to come up with it is to stop thinking about it. Or, you know, you said you, what was your drink, your your favorite drink when you were sitting on the beach that year? In oh, pina colada? Pink, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, um, three, maybe four at the most pina coladas. Um, you, you'll, you'll have a whole huge list. You have to have something to write with. You have a whole huge list. Of awesome taglines. Now yeah. the thing is, follow uh, Ernest Hemingway's advice: uh, write drunk, edit sober. So look at it in the morning, and probably in right the morning. Drunk. You'll I think, love that. That's actually really good. Yeah, should. <laughs> you I know, should. don't I don't should. put it up on the blog while you're still drunk. <laughs> don't tweet. This is not when you start tweeting, right? It's like yeah. don't no tweeting when you're. Wait drunk. till you're yeah. sober. What what looked like a brilliant idea the <laughs> night before after f- four pina coladas in the morning 
may look pretty stupid to you. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's great. Yeah, I need to come to Florida. I need to come back. You know, I spent my I spent between my whole life between Texas and Florida. So I need to come back and sit by the beach and just stare again for about a month, and then all kinds of ideas will come to me again. Well, that seemed to work out pretty work out pretty good for you in the past. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. I did absolutely nothing. I didn't know what day it was, time it was. I just wake up when I woke up. I had coffee when I felt like having coffee. It was great. <laughs> now my life is back to schedules, but that's okay. I loved it. Well, Heather, thanks again for being on the show. I You're appreciate welcome. it. Absolutely. I love it. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. And thanks for letting me be on the show. It's my honor. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Doberman Dan Show for Renegade Entrepreneurs. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And also make sure to head over to DobermanDan.com and subscribe to all the free tools, tactics, and secrets to help build your business quickly so you can experience the Renegade Entrepreneur lifestyle. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes where our guests reveal their best secrets for financial independence and living a completely free lifestyle.